Welcome to Let's Chat Teaching, an Apple Tree Resources podcast where each week we'll dive into all things teaching in the grades 5 to 8 classroom. I'm your host, Nicole Sanders, a classroom teacher turned online pro D course creator. I'm here to help you strategize, unpack, and create more ease in your classroom this year. Hello, and welcome to Let's Chat Teaching. I am your host, Nicole Sanders. Today's episode, we're going to talk about purposeful silent reading and silent reading in general. I think that silent reading is incredibly important for the generalist classroom or an English classroom. And I'm just wondering, do you incorporate silent reading into your day? Whether you're a classroom teacher that is with your students all day and teach all the subjects like in an elementary model, or if you're in more of a high school, junior high model, middle school model, where you have English classes. I have taught in both. And I just think that it's really important for us to have silent reading for our students. This podcast is about bringing ease into your day and not adding to your stress, but also adding some depth without adding stress and without adding to your day. And so today's episode, I just want to talk about silent reading, what it looks like, what it's looked like for me, and just ask ourselves, like, does it have depth? Does it have meaning and does it have purpose for our students? Or is it just kind of a break in the day? I remember when I was a student, I was in a middle school model. It's kind of more of a junior high model, but they called it middle school. It was grades seven, eight, and nine was its own school. And that's what I attended. And I very, very specifically remember silent reading for my English classes for grades seven, eight, and nine. And they were very frustrating for me. I think I might have mentioned that in a previous episode. I'm not totally sure. I think I have. Anyway, they were frustrating for me because I had no idea how to access good books. And I think that the YA industry or young adult literature industry has really taken off since I've graduated, which was a long time ago. And I think that's really amazing for us as teachers because we have so many more amazing resources, amazing books, YA or otherwise children's books to offer our students and to really get them hooked and involved in their own reading life. And I think that's really important in having success for our students and in silent reading blocks in our classes. If you don't know where to start for silent reading, go ahead and there is a podcast. I did a podcast on great stories or novels to read in the classroom. And those could be silent reading novels too that you can promote to your students rather than whole class novels. So if you want to go check that episode out, it goes over different novels that are amazing. And if you don't want to use them for full class novel studies, then I highly recommend just advertising them to your students. Another great resource is our librarians. They get so underutilized sometimes. I think that librarians in schools are so important, teacher librarians, and they should have their thumb on the pulse of great literature and what students are taking out and loving. And so that's just part of their job. And they get to see like what goes through that circulation desk. And so even just asking them for their recommendations of like, what is it that students are loving these days? And and they can give you basic books. And what I've done is to just take them out yourself and then promote them to your class and then have them take it out through the library afterwards. It's really, really successful. But anyway, let's get back to my story. When I was in grade seven, eight and nine, silent reading was a real chore for me because I never accessed any interesting books that I remember, like at all for silent reading. I only enjoyed reading after I graduated, like fiction, which is really, really sad. But I think that 
with the recommendations from librarians and us, I think there's just so much opportunity for students to have really interesting books. I do think silent reading is really important, like I said earlier, that it, but that it's not just a waste of time for our students, but that it's very purposeful. So again, back to my silent reading experience, it was not very purposeful at all. I, we would be forced to go get a book from the library. I didn't want to spend my time in the library. I had no idea how to access good books, so I just grabbed random books from the shelf. So I'd try to start reading them, and they were inevitably not something I was interested in. They were so boring. Oh my goodness, I could not concentrate on these books. We had 20 minutes in English class to read silently. And it was so hard for me because these books were so, so, so boring. And honestly, the teacher didn't mark it. I remember thinking like there is no motivation for me to read this book. It's boring. Nobody's going to ask me anything about it. I'm never going to talk about this book. No one will know if all I do is sit here and stare at the page. And that was my silent reading experience in public education. So then I became a teacher and I do believe silent reading is extremely important and might be the only opportunity for our students to sit down in silence and read a book. We don't know what their home lives are like or if things are being offered there or if there's time for that. Or honestly, if they go home and they just stare at a screen and play, play video games or watch TV or whatever they're doing, we don't know. But we know that we can give them carved out time to read. And so as a teacher, I really, really believed in that. But then in the beginning of my career, I perpetuated the exact same thing that I went through. I would give out silent reading, but there would be no purpose. Like there would be, I mean, the purpose for me as an educator was like, oh, you'll love this time. But then I realized my students were just like me as teenagers and as young people. They didn't care. There was no, no one asked them about it. They could just sit there and stare at a page. And I got frustrated because it looked exactly like what my students were doing in the classroom looked what I, like what I was doing, wasting time. But I also didn't know how to incorporate silent reading and make it purposeful without adding extra huge assignments to my plate, which I, I couldn't do. When I was teaching middle school, I would have sometimes eight blocks. So sometimes om- almost upwards of about 190, almost 200 students for a semester. And I already was doing an incredible amount of marking at home. And so I know in order for me to survive, I couldn't add another marking thing to do. Like no way could I take more marking home. And so I just kind of perpetuated and just went on and on like this for a little while. I definitely incorporated asking the librarian. We became quite good friends at the time and figuring out and starting to read YA novels myself so I could, you know, talk casually with my students and recommend books and and students would actually recommend books to me and then you know I'd recommend them to other students and that was really fabulous that was a really good start for me and then i saw some other teachers doing some things with silent reading and then i just thought yes this is such a good idea and i incorporated a few so let's talk about some of those things that's not going to add that much extra work to our plates it's a little bit but really not a lot at all and then we're able to kind of hold our students accountable to their silent reading, making that silent reading that very precious carved out time in the classroom to silent read, but that there's an accountability piece at the end so that it feels more purposeful for our students and that our students will abandon books that are boring. They will let them go and hopefully search out more interesting books because if there's an accountability factor at the end, whether you're giving a formative or a summative mark to it, that's totally up to you, your classroom, you do you, boo. That whether you're, you know, like I did, I gave a mark, a silent reading mark, and that'd be a part of the English overall mark because it's really important. And 
having academic literature discussions is really important. And it really does allow me to understand where my students are at and help the guide them further. And sometimes they would just be an informative thing, depending on the year, depending on the class, depending on the needs. But students need to feel like there is a purpose um, because they're not always intrinsically motivated to educate themselves. And that's fine. They're teenagers. They have hormones are running and are much more interested in what they look like. And if the boy next to them might be interested. At least that was my thought process. And I could tell a lot of my students thought processes. So we can help our students along. So I'm just going to list a few things or go over a few things that I've used as a teacher with, with my students to help motivate them or to help add some purpose to the silent reading period. That is just a golden nugget that we can really use and juice and like suck the marrow out of it. Those are a few different analogies all in one. I hope you got that. If not, no worries, just let it go. Um, But anyway, so one of the things that I found really really helpful in knowing where my students were at and adding in that extra accountability for them. I just called it the teacher chat. And so what that looked like was students got to choose their own silent reading material, books, graphic novels, whatever. And then when they were done, they would sign up. It's a very simple sign up sheet. They literally just put their name and the title of the book they're bringing. So that's part of one of accountability there. They couldn't just rando pick a book. They had to be accountable for the book they were reading. So they just put their name and their book the title of the book. And during silent reading, I would call up students who signed up and they would come with the physical copy of the book because I wanted to see it. But also I haven't read most of these books. So I need to have a physical copy in my hand to flip through so I can ask them literature questions about the book that they've been reading. And so it's like, having the book in your hand is like a little cheat sheet. But basically, they just come up during silent reading and you have a very quiet conversation as everyone is still silent reading by your desk. And you just ask them very basic literature questions like, did you like the book? What did you like about it? Oh, you didn't like it? What didn't you like about it? Who's the main character or the protagonist? So I found this is a really good time to start using that academic language we're teaching our students. So we can use Matt main character, but if we're asking, who's the protagonist? And they're like, um, what does that mean again? And it's like the main character. And then they're able to say, oh, who's the main character and describe the main character. And as you're flipping through the book, you've stopped and, you know, you're scanning and looking at the main character and you can ask like, okay, so what was one of the conflicts that came up in the novel? And then the student describes a conflict. And then you can ask, is that one of the conflicts within the novel? Or is that the overarching conflict in the novel? And then they can, you know, talk about that. So you're really guiding them in this literature discussion about the book that they're reading. You do talk about whether they like it or not, but then they can be very specific. And like, where does this story take place? They can describe to you. I mean, what you're doing really is you're just checking, like, are you lying? Did you read the book? And you're also having a fun conversation with your student about the book that they're reading and what they're interested in, what you're not interested in. It's a really great way to gauge your students' interests and see what kind of books are out there and that students really love. But this I found to be very enriching for the relationship between myself as the teacher and my student, but also to be able to ask specific academic questions and have them speak back about and using the language that we're using in literature about fiction or nonfiction, whatever they're reading. And it makes it purposeful. They know that they have to read the book in order to get credit for it. And then as a teacher, all I would do is I would put five out of five. 
if you can talk to me about the book and I can clearly tell that you've read the book, that's all I'm looking for. And that's a five out of five. And I just write it down as a five out of five. I am not taking anything home to Mark. I am not spending any extra time. And during a 20 minute silent reading period, I usually got through three or four students. And so often there will be no one that signs up and comes up to your desk. So you'll still have most the majority of your silent reading blocks to, you know, do whatever you're doing, read, prep, whatever you're doing during those blocks. So it didn't really add anything extra. And it was really nice to be able to have those conversations. And even when reporting comes up, being able to make a comment about those conversations in the reporting period. So I called that teacher chat. And that was just one of the strategies. The other ones that I'm talking about are a bit more traditional. So instead of doing a teacher chat, you can have different activities that students can choose from once they finish a novel. So once they finish a novel, there can be one activity or you can put out three different activities. I co-taught with a teacher once who did this and it was just brilliant. Students really loved these assignments. They loved having a little break from reading and silent reading and working on these activities. They liked taking the time and looking back in their novel and just doing their own thing with it. And the results were really good for most of the students. They really put their time, effort and energy into it. Different types of those type of assignments I might have would be a book review, just a, an activity, a one pager that asks the students to fill it out. And, and it's a book review. They get to tell you what you really liked about it, didn't like about it, rate it, give it a five star, one star, whatever it is, and describe different things inside the book. And uh, the, the page actually makes a really good display. They can color the outside of it and you can put it up on its display. And that could actually be for other students to read the synopsis and read someone of their classmates book review to see if they want what novel they'd like to read next. That was a really good one. Students tend to really like that. And I've actually created that one as a gift to you for a freebie. So if you want that activity that you can do in silent reading, you can go to appletreeresources.com slash book review. That's appletreeresources.com slash book review. And you can get that book review activity completely free. Just download it. It's an instant download. So as soon as you put your email in, it's yours. And you can just print it off and just have a stack of them on the side of the classroom. And so when students finish their novel, they fill that out and they submit it to you. This is not a bunch of work for you. All it is, is you get to read it again. You get to see what they like, what they don't like, what what are they reading, where they're at, and you simply give it a five out of five. So it's either a zero, not complete, or it's not even a zero. It's just hand it back. Give it to me when it's complete. Or, you know, four out of five, five out of five. And you can ask questions about it later if you want to, or you can just file it and give it back to them as a five out of five for the completion of their books. Another one of those activities that you can do, you can put on the side, is a poster activity where you ask students, and you can you can create this poster where it just says, you know, who's the protagonist? Who is the antagonist? What is the overarching conflict? Did you like or not like the novel? Would you recommend it? Why or why not? And it's kind of like a book review, but it's a bit bigger. And then you can ask students to describe it and then draw and color the character if you want. I've seen those done and I've seen students who love those as well. And another activity that I've seen done really well that students like and that it's quick, but it's also effective is an ask the author activity. So basically, it's just a one pager that says, ask the author a question about the conflict or what kind of question would you like to ask the author? And you basically create 
you know, between six and eight questions and then leave space for students to write their answers about the novel. These could be the same type of questions you would ask if they're sitting at your seat. They're just having to write it down rather than have the conversation with you. But it is still holding them accountable to reading the book and to making their silent reading purposeful for them. What we track, we keep track of, right? And so if we are keeping track of the books that we're reading and the what's happening in the books, it really helps students, first of all, get a good book and not stick with slash stare at a page of a terrible book they're never going to read. And it really helps and increases the literature discussion in the class and normalizes it. And it really helps then, and that really spills over in other literature, things that we're doing in the classroom. And it really helps the entire vibe of the class. It becomes a group of students that read. It normalizes that everyone's reading and everyone's finished a few books and everyone's talking about these books. And and that's that's definitely an atmosphere that I always wanted to create in the classroom where that's completely normalized no matter who you are and what your interests are. There's just so many books out there that can really connect with students. That's it for today. Thank you so much for joining me. I hope that these activities, suggestions have been helpful. I'm sure you have your own. I would love to hear about the different activities you do to make your silent reading purposeful in the classroom. You can hit me up on Instagram at Apple Tree Resources, or you could DM me on Instagram. I'm also at Nicole Sanders at AppleTreeResources.com for email. And I would just love to hear from you. I'd love to hear what you do. Silent reading doesn't need to be a dead space and a dead waste of our time. It can be very purposeful and it can be fun. Thank you so much for joining me and have a wonderful week. I'll see you next time. If you'd like five free activities to use with any story you can use today, then head over to appletreeresources.com slash story activities. That's appletreeresources.com slash story activities to get five activities you can use with any story for free. Thank you so much for spending time with me today. I know we're all busy and I feel honored you chose to spend some of that time with me. Until next time.